Welcome to Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer. I'm Father Ron Shipley, President of the Anglican Internet Church, Inc. This new series is part of the AIC's continuing celebration of its second decade on the web. These Podcast Homilies for Morning Prayer are based upon the appointed reading in the list of Psalms and Lessons for the Christian Year on prayer book pages X to XLI, primarily using the first pairing which always includes a gospel reading for the second lesson. The second or third pairings of psalms and lessons are used only where necessary to avoid repeated reading of the same psalm in the series. Other variations from these general guidelines are pointed out in individual podcasts. These homilies include reading and commentary on the appointed psalm or psalms and summary commentary on the first and second lessons. For those readers not familiar with Anglican liturgies, the text of the Psalter in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer is derived from Miles Coverdale's Great Bible of 1539 and not from the King James Version. By the time the King James Version, commonly abbreviated KJV, was published in 1611 using a new translation of the Psalter based upon the Hebrew Masoretic text, the Coverdale translation was so well accepted among the people who had heard it read in services for over 70 years that the prayer book's editors retained the Coverdale text for the Psalter but substituted the KJV text for all other scripture in the Book of Common Prayer. Podcast listeners are encouraged to visit the Father Ron's blog page on the AIC website on which I have posted for this podcast an illumination of Psalm 3 from the Harley Psalter produced at Christ Church Cathedral Priory, Canterbury, England in the first half of the 11th century. In an earlier blog posting, I explained that there is a difference in numbering between St. Jerome's Vulgate Bible, printed in Latin, and the version used in the 1549 Book of Common Prayer, printed in English. In the Vulgate version, based upon Jerome's 4th century translation, which was the official Bible of the Roman Catholic Church uh, after the 16th century, Every psalm from Psalm 10 to Psalm 150 is off by one number. For example, Psalm 62, the second of today's reading in the Book of Common Prayer, is Psalm 61 in the Vulgate Version. Coverdale's provided a helpful transition by including each psalm's opening words in Latin, a practice which is still used in the 1928 Book of Common Prayer. The first Sunday in Lent is the first of six Sundays in the season of Lent, which begins officially on Ash Wednesday. For more on the Lenten season, see the AIC seasonal video series Lent, the Season of Penitence, including its history, the origin and meaning of the name, and its place on the church calendar. This series is presented in three episodes, each of which is linked from the digital library page with podcast versions linked from the podcast archive page. The psalm reading appointed for First Sunday in Lent is Psalm 3, a short eight-verse psalm traditionally attributed to King David. It is paired with Psalm 62. The first words of Psalm 8 in Vulgate Latin are Domine quid multiplicati. 
Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise against me. Many one there be that say of my soul, There is no help for him in his God. But thou, O Lord, art my defender, thou art my worship, and the lifter up of my head. I did call upon the Lord with my voice, and he heard me out of his holy hill. I laid me down and slept and rose up again, for the Lord sustained me. I will not be afraid for ten thousands of the people that have set themselves against me round about. Up, Lord, and help me, O my God, for thou smitest all mine enemies upon the cheekbones. Thou hast broken the teeth of the ungodly. Salvation belongeth unto the Lord, and thy blessing is upon thy people. According to traditional interpretation, Psalm 3 is about David's recourse to the Lord after his flight from his son Absalom, described in 2 Samuel chapters 13 to 18. St. Gregory of Nyssa said it is a demonstration of the consequences of a lack of virtue. Eastern church scholars also see it as a broader story about sinful humanity which has surrendered to spiritual enemies and how sinful humanity may be saved by a merciful God. For more on the merciful nature of God, see the Mercy Merciful entry in the AIC bookstore publication, Layman's Lexicon. In the King James Version, this is the first psalm in which the word selah, or S-E-L-A-H, is inserted. In the Greek Septuagint, or LXX Version, the same word is diapsalma, meaning a pause or silence. It should not be spoken aloud. Gregory of Nyssa, who wrote an early and influential study of the Psalms, interpreted the word diapsalma as indicating the presence of the Holy Spirit. He said, Alleluia would have been used had a spoken word been appropriate. Eastern tradition regarding Psalm 3 varies from Western interpretations. Orthodox scholars suggest that since up in verse 7 can be translated as arise, verse 7 therefore is Christological, that is, a prefiguring of Christ's resurrection. Perhaps for this reason, in the Orthodox Church, Psalm 3 is read at Matins, the midnight service, or first service of the day. The second psalm reading for First Sunday in Lent is Psalm 62, a short 12-verse psalm traditionally credited to David. Its first words in Latin are nane deo. My soul truly waiteth still upon God, for of him cometh my salvation. He verily is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense, so that I shall not greatly fall. How long will ye imagine mischief against every man? He shall be slain, all the sort of you. Yea, as a tottering wall shall ye be, and like a broken hedge. Their device is only how to put him out whom God will exalt. Their delight is in lies. They give good works with their mouth, but curse with their heart. Nevertheless, my soul, wait thou still upon God, for my hope is in him.
He truly is my strength and my salvation. He is my defense so that I shall not fall. In God is my health and my glory, the rock of my might, and in God is my trust. O put your trust in him always, ye people. Pour out your hearts before him, for God is our hope. As for the children of men, they are but vanity. The children of men are deceitful. Upon the weights they are altogether lighter than vanity itself. O trust not in wrong and robbery. Give not yourselves unto vanity. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. God spake once, and twice I have also heard the same, that power belongeth unto God, and that thou, Lord, art merciful, for thou rewardest every man according to his work. Psalm 62 contains many of the themes of Psalm 1, the so-called two-ways psalm, which is read on Sexagesimus Sunday, in which mankind is divided into two groups, the godly or righteous and the ungodly or unrighteous. In several verses, the faithful recognize that salvation and all things come from God. In verses 1 and 11, God as my strength and my salvation. In verses 2 and 6, and in verse 7, my health and my glory. In verses seven, 5, 7, 8, and 12, he is the God in whose mercy all should trust. The opposite view is stated in verse 4b, in which the ungodly, quote, give good works with their mouth, but curse with their heart. The psalms, psalmist writes in verse 9 that they are vain and deceitful, Further in verse 9 writes that they will be judged according to their works. For more on the theological concept of mercy, once again see the mercy slash merciful entry in the AIC bookstore publication Layman's Lexicon. Psalm 62 is also read on fifth Sunday after Trinity when it is paired with Psalm 63. The first lesson for first Sunday in Lent is Ecclesiasticus 2, from the Old Testament second canon, which are works declared suitable for teaching but not as a source of doctrine. In the Old Testament list on page 604, in which the book of Ecclesiasticus is called Jesus, Son of Sirach. In the Orthodox Study Bible, it is labeled the Wisdom of Sirach. The subject of Ecclesiasticus 2 is the necessity for the faithful to expect temptation and prepare for it and rely upon God's merciful nature toward those who fear him, expressed in the final two verses, quote, Those who fear the Lord will prepare their hearts and will humble their souls before him. We will fall into the hands of the Lord and not into the hands of men. For as his mercy is, so his majesty is, so is his mercy. The second lesson is Romans 7, verse 14 to the end, which is St. Paul's message to the congregation he founded at Rome on the same subject, especially as it applies to Gentiles and not to just Jews. 
St. Paul is the subject of Episode 5 in the AIC Christian Education video series, Lives of the Saints, first series. The episode is linked from the digital library page with the podcast version linked from the podcast archive page, both at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net. The closing prayer is the Collect for First Sunday in Lent, one of the original collects written for the 1549 Book of Common Prayer by Archbishop Thomas Cranmer, who based it on Ephesians 4, verses 22 to 24. O Lord, who for our sake didst fast forty days and forty nights, give us grace to use such abstinence that our flesh being subdued to the Spirit, we may ever obey thy godly motions in righteousness and true holiness, to thy honor and glory, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. Until next time, may the Lord bless and keep you. May the Lord make his face to shine upon you and be merciful to you. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen. Glory be to God for all things. Amen. This program has been a presentation of the Anglican Internet Church. We invite you to visit our website and use its resources at www.anglicaninternetchurch.net.